lights start a blank and those handcuffs click. You know who to call and you better call quick. Saul, Saul, you better call Saul. You'll fight for your rights when your back's to the wall. Stick it to the man, justice for all. You better call Saul. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Breaking Goodman, the Better Call Saul podcast, uh, episode one. Last one was, I think I called episode zero, our preseason <laughs> opener. Uh, but we're back now that the show is actually on the air. I'm the host, Mike Marbeck, and if you could, introduce yourself going around to the right. My name's Michael Henley. I'm Samantha Russell. And I'm Brian Craig, and I'm getting sick. <laughs> I am oh, sick, right. so... Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll try to keep the uh, sniffles and the, and the coughs um, uh, as close to the mic as possible. Okay, yeah, <laughs> For yeah. everybody to just feel like you're here. I'm, I'm getting a, a, I'm sounding a little like a Walter White episode one. Yeah, but like... You you do have some Canada Dry Lemon Lime Seltzer, yeah. so you may be cured yeah. by the end of this episode. I think, yeah. And I've got uh, this beautiful, deep voice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, we're back. What, what, what are your first impressions of, the, of this uh, season, season two, episode one? I'm excited. I was excited that I was back. Yeah. Um, it was a pretty good episode. I, I enjoyed it. Um, there was some nice Breaking Bad Little uh, nods in yeah, it. Was. I was super excited when Ken came on. We're Ken like, oh, Ken, Ken, yeah. it's Ken. Is that Ken? That's Ken. Yeah. That's definitely Ken. Is it Ken? In my notes, I'm pretty I sure it's Ken. That guy! Exclamation point. <laughs> I well, I just I kept saying Ken, and then I was real. I'm like, how do I know his name? And I think it was this stupid license plate. Ken like, wins. And yeah. I know this guy's name so well, and he was on the, the episode for like 30 seconds. Yeah. And By the way, once again, Ken does not win. Yeah. No, no, he doesn't. Um, yeah, we'll talk a little bit more about Ken in a bit. Uh, Michael? Um, yeah, I really enjoyed the episode a lot. Um, I thought it was a really cool... Um, it just shows how much confidence the show has now, where it's it was a very slow burn kind of episode. You know, mm-hmm. they, they had, yeah, especially a scene in the middle that really, really kind of took its own time and went at its own pace. And the whole episode was kind of like that. Um, you know, leisurely paced, but not... In so much as you're just going, get on with it, because yeah. I just love the character work and dialogue on this show so much. And it just, it's a testament to how well Better Call Saul has kind of stepped away from the shadow of Breaking Bad and has become its own thing. Mm-hmm. We're not in a hurry to go anywhere. No. I'd agree with all that. Yeah. Right. I was, uh, I was, I was really excited for this one. I think when the, the show premiered last year, the first episode, I think I was nervous. Uh, and then once sure. it, got, it found its footing, uh, season two comes around, and I'm, I'm excited, real excited. Um, I mean, yeah, a little nervous for, because uh, they set up everything in the first season uh, with such high expectations. Yeah. Now they have to kind of meet those same high expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was not disappointed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd agree with all those uh, assessments. Uh, definitely felt last year the same thing. Like we, we talked about a bunch on this podcast, is the the nerves of like, oh, why why would they do this? But I also yeah. really want to see this. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then it was fantastic. So coming into this season, uh, absolutely very excited. Um, yeah, a little nervous about where it's going to go, but I don't think that's for, at least for me anything different than any other show that mm-hmm. I that I watch. Um, yeah, also, I loved- uh, they they did similar to Breaking Bad did like it's and it starts exactly where it right. ended like there's no break like a lot of shows do a break or six months you don't know how yeah. much time has passed and this one it starts this the exact moment mm-hmm. uh, and 
this is what I wasn't sure about, um, and we'll talk a little bit more about it afterwards. But did they just show? Because I didn't remember, uh, I didn't rewatch. Um, but did he go into the office and then come out in the season finale last time? We were led to believe no. Um, so that scene where he actually goes into yeah the office and talks with Kim and Hamlin's there and all that stuff that was new, and that recontextualizes the scene that we did see. The very last scene of last year yeah. where, you know, he talks with Mike and then yeah. speeds away and smoke on the water. Yeah. 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 But it was just that scene. There's there's a shot where it's 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 shot. Uh, there's, like, no nose room on the one side, which I did. I was It, it was kind of leading up to the episode because I remember thinking, oh, I really like how this shot is shot because it's, it's saying he's not going in there because there's no space on that side of the screen. But he does go in, like, it's just kind of the back of his head, and then you see him pulling out with yeah. Mike and talking to Mike. So this, it was just, it it was the, that shot, the back of his head, and then you actually saw him walking in. They're pretty good. Yeah, they're yeah. pretty good at doing this show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Turns out, they know what yeah, they're doing. They're, it's, uh, we'll leave it, let them keep doing it, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, because it was, it, God, it's so good. Um... Uh, any other thoughts? Any other just general thoughts before we dive into uh, the Mike slash Price storyline? Uh, just overall general? I mean, not really, I think. Yeah, no, I, th- I think I'm good to get into the nitty-gritty. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, <coughs> we meet up with Mike back in the uh, parking garage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, he's there alone, mm-hmm. which is different from the last time we, we dealt with him. He had that huge guy and then um, the, the mouth guy. Yeah, the gun guy. <laughs> um, and speaking but, of, like, you know, basically camera placement and, like, camera shots and all that kind of stuff, there's a shot very early on that's establishing Mike that makes it very, very clear that's just like, nope, it's just him and the yeah. lunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody yeah. else yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Him and his pimento cheese. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, he's there alone, and then we hear screeching up mm-hmm. is uh, what turns out to be Price mm-hmm. in his what is basically a uh, Hulkamaniac <laughs> Hummer. Uh, it's it's the it's uh, yellow with uh, bright red flames going and down. Hear the antenna yellow. hitting the top, battery, <laughs> like yeah. everything, yeah. Uh, ceiling. The yellow H two Hummer. Yeah. Oh, um, man. And so he pulls up in his uh, yellow and red Hummer. Uh, and the spinners and, keep spinning. Yeah. That's right, uh, that spinners. <laughs> I don't know if we know at this point, but his license plate is Playa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think we see it when Mike goes around the car. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and he's he's there to pick up Mike to go on another job with, uh, um, with him to meet... Yeah. Uh, what's his face? Uh, Nacho. Yeah. Um, and Mike refuses. He's like, no. I'm not getting in this thing. And he's like, well, why? I don't understand. I, I'm, I'm proud of this car. Uh, no, I'm not, I'm not doing this. And then he starts getting, like, super, super confident, like, ridiculously yeah. cocky. Um, because I guess, and you guys can correct me, uh, what had happened. What had happened was um, Nacho has started to come alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, to the to these things, uh, he says something like that. Nacho started. He's coming alone. Why do I need to bring a guy? It's yeah. just kind of wasted money. Uh, I'm, I'm paying you what I pay three people, and I don't. It's just money in the trash. Yeah. Uh, this this uh, and he sounds like <laughs> he sounds like a Lundergaard. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Uh, well, well, okay then. Uh, well, this train is 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 pulling out the station. <laughs> uh, count to ten. That's it then. Yeah, yeah. count to ten. Yeah, count to ten. Yeah. Then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's so good. Uh, oh, and then when he we'll, we'll talk about it in a sec, but when he 
dealing with the, the baseball cards yeah. was fantastic. <laughs> um, so Mike refuses to go, and um, uh, Price pushes it. Uh, Mike advises him. He's like, look, you, either, you, you, you don't take me, you do take me. I don't care, but I'm just saying, you don't go alone. Yeah. Uh, he goes alone. Um, so he meets Nacho for the deal. Uh, and uh, God, he's so dumb. He's got, the, he's got the yellow and the yellow and red shoes and the yellow and red oh, watch. shoes. Yeah, yeah. matching shoes and watch. Oh, yeah, right out of Hulkamania's uh, era. Um, so yeah, he's got those shoes, uh, and he invites Nacho to get into the Hummer. Check it out. Uh, yeah, check it feel out. Feel the leather. leather. Yeah, yeah the dual the climate control. Because he's very proud of it, <laughs> yeah. so he it's thinks dual. that Nacho is into this. Yeah. He's so dumb that when Nacho shows up and just says, hey, where's the other guy? Where's Mike? He basically just said, oh, yeah, like, you know, I'm, yeah, you know, I'm not going to be bringing anybody else from now on. Yeah. yeah. It's like... <laughs> Business falling yeah. out. Yeah. You know how that goes. Yeah, yeah. you know. Um... Uh, yeah, so Nacho gets in the car. He tells him that it's dual climate controlled, and uh, you can have a girl up uh, in front in a bikini and a girl in the back in a parka, and they're both going to be comfortable. Um, and Nacho's just like, "Yeah, you, you drive around with two girls back here. Um, great." Uh, so he opens up the glove compartment, uh, pulls out, uh, I guess, the, yeah, yeah, the license and registration, and. Uh, got every, got everything he needs on yeah. there. Yeah, Daniel Worm Wormald, I think uh, is what I wrote down when I saw it. It's something like that. Um, I um, Daniel. Yeah, Daniel Wormald and whatever his address was. Um, so the next time we go back to them, uh, it's the cops pulling up to his playa, play playa, playa house. And they are immediately... Well, well, first we see that the place is completely trashed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, at least this one room is completely trashed. Uh, and the cops are immediately suspicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he's like, oh, you, you, see what they, you see what they did over there? Uh, before he even says anything about baseball cards, and then he has to explain it. Uh, they, they took all my cards. Uh, the crown jewels. Uh, but yeah, they, they smell something right off the, right off the get-go with this. Mm-hmm. Um, these are really good cops, guys. Yeah. Well, he, yeah. he also, and he also did the, the, oh, and there was some money. How much money? It's not the I don't want to talk about the money. Yeah. It's the yeah. baseball cards, because he knows this money is illegal. Right. Yeah. yeah it was so. like the base, my baseball cards, I've <laughs> yeah. uh, been collecting for a while, and a, and a, and a, and a, a, a money, a good, good, what did he say? A good deal right. of money. Oh, a fair bit. Yeah. A fair bit of cash. <laughs> a fair yeah. bit of cash. It's not about that. Yeah. It's about the cards. Yeah. You guys are burying the league. Mickey um, Mouse, rookie card. <laughs> yeah. Hank Aaron. A Willie Mays O.P.G. is my yeah. Favorite God forbid, God forbid they get exposed to the elements and drop yeah. it yeah. nine point down <laughs> or uh, creased for that matter. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, he he's he's all about the, the cards. Uh, and so they're suspicious. They ask him about the Hummer. Um, now this is something that some people may not know. I, I happen to know, um, and I'm trying to remember why I know it. Oh, I think it was actually from one of those. I love the '80s or '90s things, mm-hmm. uh, or this, it was something like that. One of those um, series. But why aren't why they? Because they say Arnold Schwarzenegger is uh, kind oh. of responsible for the, the, the Hummers. Hummer. Are yeah. you guys aware of what the deal is here? No, no. He was filming a movie. It might have been True Lies, okay. uh, and uh, he saw the Hummers uh, overseas, and the military vehicle. Military, yeah, the military um, Humvee, um, and uh, just kind of. One of, he he pushed and pushed and pushed until they released some uh, into the into public, and then it just became became a thing. 
Huh. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Hmm. How about that? I um, want. He said, I want. Yeah, and they gave. Um, so wow. Price, or Daniel, uh, he starts going on and on about how he has his cards organized and there's asterisks so you're going to want to get this list out to uh, every every uh, police station every uh, uh, antiques dealer yeah. every every collector, uh, yeah, collector, collector card yeah. collector uh, you know get talk, get a list of suspects together and uh, you know I know the 48 the hours the usual oh, 48 hours yeah. <laughs> yeah I know the first 48 <laughs> hours are the most important <laughs> so uh, time round up the usual suspects of the essence is what I'm saying that's right um, so they send him to go print his list uh, and this is something that I uh, uh, when, I, when I was looking at it I was like okay I could be a cop um, <laughs> just that where in front of the couch yeah, there was it looked as if it, yeah. the, the couch had been pulled out so they're kind of surveying the, the area and they see that um, they pull it out um, and they open up what do you call those things Baseboard? Baseboard, yeah. There you go. Yeah. That'll work. Uh, baseboards. What what was under there? Was it the money there, or was it There was, was it nothing, the... yeah. It didn't... I, I'm not sure. And that's what I'm not sure if the money was under there or that's where he hides his his pharmaceuticals mm-hmm. or if that's where he was hiding his money and maybe Nacho got it. Mm-hmm. But I, I there was nothing in there when they actually right. went yeah. in. Yeah. I think, I think what I took from it was that that's where he hides his drugs, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And Yeah. And, um, you know, there was nothing there now. But, you know, the fact that he has a hidey hole, you know, is kind of... Yeah. It doesn't look... Yeah, yeah. another strike against mm-hmm. Yeah. And then somebody came in and didn't, yeah, didn't take didn't the take usual stuff that you would take. Right. Yeah. They came yeah, in just for something here. specific. Yeah. yeah. Uh, is there anything that... You, the cops are like, is there anything that you think that they would have would have wanted? Uh, I don't know, more baseball cards. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, it's pretty cut and dry to me. I don't know what the... I've got boxes of them over here, but these are the crown jewels. Yeah. Uh, so that was pretty much it for, uh, for K-Strass. Uh, and, uh, oh, and they... And, well, and then and he the, pulled in at the, at the end and saw that Mike actually works. Like, he saw where Mike He saw Mike at work. Yeah. Who, who did? Price. Yeah. He, he I, pulled did in... Did uh, You might have. He... Oh, oh no! Maybe it was. Oh, week. you know what? It might have oh, been on. Oh, the talking oh. soul is messing me all up. Oh, it might have been for. Episode, we saw. Uh, we saw. Oh, jeez. Oh, okay. Oops. Okay. okay. Spoiler alert! So oh my god. Where, oh, so I thought it was part of the show too. <sighs> Shit's starting to crumble a little bit. It, yeah. Well, I mean, we watched it in real time. No, I don't mean so. the, 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 this, the. We got to cancel this podcast. I just mean in terms of, like Mike's cover. Mm. Kind, yeah. of, kind of thing. Yeah. So that that looks like it's going to start getting worn down a little, yeah. yes. a little bit. Uh, I want to okay, see so more. You didn't see that either. I want to see not. more. Then that must have been yeah, during. Must have been, must have been okay. during talking song. Okay. I definitely want to see more of more of that guy. So I'm glad yeah. to know that he'll be he'll mm-hmm. be back. He will be back. Uh, <laughs> it, uh, it, it ties into um, Nacho said in season one. I think like his first like real conversation with Jimmy. He's talking about, you know, casing the Kettleman's place. And he says, like, I love stealing from criminals because yeah. I have no recourse. Mm-hmm. And it ties into that whole yeah. idea, except for the fact that Nacho didn't count on this guy being so dumb as to actually yeah. call the cops. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's kind of Nacho's M.O. to steal, steal from somebody. And also, mm-hmm. I feel like this Nacho is, he's kind of a guy that he, the way he's level-headed, the way he can just talk to people, I feel like he kind of 
tricked price the way he just like oh okay well we'll just sit here and talk about your car yeah cool yeah. I'm interested in this yeah. and I feel yeah. like he kind of put him at ease in a way that you know like Price wouldn't have suspected sure. if he's just thinking that Mike is warning him that he's going to get violent or something with him but he said he's kind of just playing this mind game on him mm-hmm. and then getting one up on him yeah that's why he likes Jimmy they're both good talkers yeah mm-hmm. yeah I'm curious what's going to happen with uh, well with everything I guess. Uh, but as far as Nacho and Price, as far as that dynamic goes, yeah. if now Nacho is going to have, because he knows who he is, because he knows what his name is, if he's going to push him for more kinds of things. Uh, I'm just wondering if the cops are going to push Price more and find out. Like, there was probably some sort of dumb paper trail that mm-hmm. he left where he's Certain, taking this medication. Yeah. yeah, And then... I feel like he's the type of guy who would just give up Nacho immediately. Yes. Yeah. You know, like, and not even think about it because mm-hmm. he would say And Mike himself. for that matter. And Mike, mm-hmm. yes. Especially if he, if, if he, if it should happen that he ends up seeing where, <laughs> where, yeah. uh, where he works. I should have taken uh, notes. Uh, Put them separate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any other thoughts about this, uh, this general storyline? Um, part of me is a little, uh, weary of, the Price character. Just because so everything is so well written in this universe that Price is a little cartoony. But I also felt that way when when Saul was introduced in Breaking Bad. Like there was the, the yeah. chance of him kind of teetering too far into the the comedic that uh that it just takes you out of the realism of the show. Yeah, so sure. And then I'm gonna have that worry until I'm proven otherwise. So. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. No, I, I, like that the yeah. the the Hummer and just his whole persona is yeah. just like a yeah. Just it was like top. in in uh, Goodfellas where he shows up with a with a Cadillac and then the the other woman walks his it's wife walks in with a fur coat yeah. and, and and Robert is like what what is this? what are you what are you what are you, what are you, what are you doing <laughs> I told you I told you not told yeah what are you doing well the last time we saw Price too I think it was not last season's finale but the episode before and it's that scene where he has that big talk with Mike and Mike you know you know um, really very well written scene and like you sense that he's getting it like he understands like the weight of what Mike's talking about like it's it's this right. like moment of like kind of quasi profundity you know between the two men and then and you know we pick way. up and then this happens and you're just like Oh, this man's the biggest idiot like yeah. you've ever but met. But maybe you know? that's part well, of it, kinda... too, that he's kind of... He had that conversation with Mike, and Mike's going, you can be a good person and be a criminal. Yeah. Or you could be yeah. a bad person <laughs> and, and just not be a criminal. But he's saying, like, maybe he's just he's justifying what he's doing, because he's like, well, I'm a good person, so sure. I can do all of these dumb things. But also, so. in that same conversation, Price, it kind of went over his head what Mike was saying to it, him, mm, because yeah. his response was... I can get I can get more drugs. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, and also part of that conversation, if I remember, was him saying that, uh, and this was Mike saying that, regardless of where you fall on yeah. that spectrum, uh, when you make when you give your word, something like that. Yeah. You know, when you give your word, you stand by yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so price. Yeah, I think price is going to end up fucking some people over. Yeah. Uh, if I had to guess. The fact that he wasn't dead by the end of the episode, though, right? honestly, I was just like, oh, this is kind of a triumph, face. It is a little miracle, because, wow, you know? But, yeah, uh, yeah I'll be very... I'll be excited to see where he goes. Yeah. Uh, so, back to the main storyline with uh, with Jimmy, Slippin' Jimmy, slash Saul Goodman, slash Gene mm-hmm. Parmesan. 
Um, uh, it's me, Jean Parmesan. Uh, <laughs> uh, the title of the episode was uh, Switch. So we we got away from the O's, yep. mm-hmm. uh, except for that one, we had the Alpine Shepherd Boy last last season, but everything mm-hmm. else was O, right? Yes. Uh, so we're not even, they're just like, you know, we're not going to get into this. Um, so unless there's like Maybe there's a different, unless there yeah, are going to be yeah, issues. Yeah, yeah, it could yeah. be. It could be a different, yeah. Could be some itch. Uh, we also, well, we can talk about that later. Uh, so we open up on the Cinnabon, which is in Nebraska, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and Ma. and it's Gene. Does Gene, his Gene alias have a last name? Gene from Omaha. Omaha. Yeah. No, <laughs> oh, I don't yeah, I don't know if we've gotten it. I don't know yeah. if they've shown us that. Okay. Uh so he is the manager of a Cinnabon in a mall. Um I don't know if there are Cinnabons outside of malls, I guess. I guess they're all in malls. I can't I've never remember the last time. <laughs> no, I don't think I have either. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of so just a mall in, food, I guess. He's in a mall Cinnabon, uh and they're going through the closing sequence, uh closing duties, um, working with two women. Uh and he ends up getting locked locked in what I guess is just a room with a dumpster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know how. Like how you can think of it as like a, a trash airlock. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's like a like a loading dock, except it's for unloading trash, basically. Yeah. I mean, but I've worked in many stores, mm-hmm. uh, so it, my mind goes to like if there's a dumpster there, and there was just that one door and this this one door. Yeah. Like, how is a truck getting into? Oh, there was a, a roll up door next. Was to there? The, yeah. Okay. All next right. to the emergency door. All right. right. So yeah. I just. Uh, I'm not paying attention. I'm too much <laughs> thinking about it too much. Uh, so he, so get, he gets. I was with you there because I also have a retail okay. background. I yeah. feel like I, I feel like that there's it's too much. <laughs> that he was not the first person to get trapped yeah. in there. No, like they, they not. would yeah. have. Why wouldn't they have switched the doors the opposite or you know make yeah. it so you could? Yeah. Other than better... for dramatic storytelling. <laughs> yeah. 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 There had to have been a better way. Uh, so he gets. <laughs> I just imagined like when that shot where like he you know he kicks like the door stopper basically and then like falls away. I just imagined like some stagehand like with like piece of string. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I was thinking I that too. As soon as he he kicked it like that because I've been in those situations, mm-hmm. uh, I was like, no, no, you got to go. Yeah. You got to do better than that. Yeah, 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 yeah I, you, that's what was to, Chekhov's yeah. door. Like, because yeah. I knew that that was going to close too when I was yeah. watching. I'm like, you didn't do that good enough. That yeah. door's closing on him. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> which is like especially emasculating for Gene because it's just like this is his life if there's anything he should know how to do it's how to close up how to throw out the trash and like yeah. even that like you know he just screws up you know like he can't even throw out garbage he can't even do like the this, menialist of death yeah like this this like third or fourth or fifth choice of what where of what his life is basically he can't even do a, have a perfect day in this one yeah. you it's know? so god it's heartbreaking <laughs> even just that scene because Again, we'll talk about it many times and have already, but his journey from uh, who he was to Slippin' Jimmy, Slippin' Jimmy to uh, Jim McGill, mm-hmm. uh, Esquire, uh, to Saul Goodman, uh, like, it, and then back to this. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just, I mean, it does also open up, you know, years from now, some sort of resurgence uh, sequel series where yeah, he's in, in yeah. as Gene and yeah. finds his way back to... Uh, to Saul Goodman or to Jimmy or to any w- number of one of these. Uh, uh, we can have, finally have my dreams spin-off show where it's a sitcom, a, a multi-camera sitcom of Gene and <laughs> managing <laughs> a thirty-minute multi-camera. Yeah. Uh, so this scene. Uh, do you guys want to want to want to want to summarize what what else happens in here? Well, um, you know, he gets locked in the uh, 
trash airlock, basically. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he he sits down and he waits and he, like, he slams on the door. Like, you know, he tries, tries desperately for help. Because there is a, um, there is, like, a night janitor. He mm-hmm. was, like, kind of patrolling the, uh, Always. So Who had the thickest of headphones on? Yes. yes. Uh, those yes. are like those radio the, headphones, like the uh, people that wave in planes wear. Yeah, that's yeah. what it looked like. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, but he also the, the emergency door. Like yes. he walked over yeah. to the emergency door, the emergency door. Yeah. and then there's a big sign that says, "If you press this, the police will come." Mm-hmm. And he thought about it for a minute and gave up. Yeah, and thought about it. Paralyzed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then yeah, and then he just gives up, um, which is so. I mean, first of all, in this scene, I really admire the silence, you yeah. know, because in any other, like, show, like, a, you know, on, like, you know, some other channel or everything, this would be a moment where, like, he talks to himself, you know, yeah. and, like, he really verbalizes everything he's going through, and that's not what happens. They, they just hold on, like, the visual moment of what he's going through, and mm-hmm. then he just sits down, uh, you know, the most pathetic sight you ever saw. He sits <laughs> on, like, an overturned milk crate, and he just, like, starts playing with, like, a screw, and then he just... He breathes and he thinks and he looks real sad and he waits and he waits for I forget how long it was but it's it was a about while. two and a half hours I yeah. think because yeah. it was like nine twenty yeah. when the, it, it he like went 11, in there mm, and then it was so. it was a it was before a little before midnight yeah um yep. when the the other guy came in yep. oh, we did we did get one nice beautiful uh, Bob Odenkirk God damn it yes <laughs> <Which> I'm always <laughs> yeah. I always listen for that yeah. Uh, you had said that you like this, Michael. Michael, you had just said that you liked that they didn't go into his kind of he didn't talk. Yeah, uh, and that's one of the things that I love about this show. And then if you've seen Breaking Bad, you know what he's thinking. Yeah, uh, I mean if you if you watch this show uh, and and you've seen Breaking Bad, you can take some pretty good guesses uh, because you know how things where the rest of things, how the rest of things play out. So you get, you got to think of what this, you, you know what this guy's thinking. So the writing has been so, so good overall that they don't even have to give characters words. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's, he's locked in there. He doesn't want to set off that alarm. Uh, and <clears throat> he finds some, finds a couple of screws, loose screws, uh, by the, by the milk crate, which, uh, I would assume people go out there and smoke, so they sit on the screen. (laughs) (laughs) Thinking about this too much. Um, And he he scribbles what doesn't really become uh, readable uh, till a little bit, uh, like, as they zoom zoom very far in, Mm -hmm. uh, which was... So he's rescued by the janitor, and the camera lingers and pushes in very slowly. Yeah. Yeah. And Um, what is revealed to say, SG SG was was here. So what if the show would have like do that? Would like have the you know audacity to just have like this very very long like zoom yeah. shot of like mm-hmm. as it gets yeah it's just it's such an it's such a great moment and so sad you feel so bad and that was a very long zoom mm-hmm. yeah yeah it was, very yeah. long yeah uh, I mean what was it last year it was the woman walking this oh, wasn't the, the one Alpine, yeah, yeah, this yeah. wasn't quite as as long as as them us just watching her walk <laughs> all the way over. That was audacious. Uh, I loved it. But yeah, it was a long, long zoom. Yeah. Uh, anything on, on that sequence? Anything else before uh, we move Well, on? a friend of the show actually uh, sent a note to us today uh, via social media pointing <laughs> out the fact that, um, well, SG was here, obviously. Saul Goodman was here. Mm-hmm. Um, Can we give this person a shout out? Uh, it was fan of the show, Pat O'Keefe. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Excellent. 
Pimento extraordinary. <laughs> Pat O'Keefe. Pimento Keefe. Pimento. <laughs> Pat Mento Keefe. That's pretty good. I don't know if he likes it, but I like it. Pat Mento Keefe. Uh, he pointed out the fact that both of the uh, season premiere flash forwards had Gene uh, reminiscing of not James McGill, but of Saul Goodman. This yeah. is true. Yeah. So that uh, that's that's his highlight, and what we're watching now is not what he thinks is, you know, the his, prime of his life. Yeah, his 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 uh, better his better days, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. 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 Um, also, so, I noticed um, right. I, I mean, this could have been nothing, but uh, the, right over top of where he was sitting on the crate, there was like graffiti that said "Don't trust me." I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. Because I was reading all of them, some were just like names or just, you know, like tags. These, yeah. These all have to mean something. Yeah, yeah. so I'm like yeah. scanning it like a nut, and yeah. then the, the, but the one above him said, don't trust me, like right above his head. Yeah. <laughs> one day we'll have uh, interactive touch televisions. Yeah. Where we can just touch areas of the screen, and it will bring up like a pop-up video. Mm-hmm. means nothing. <laughs> uh, I'm surprised it doesn't do that already, because like I've yeah. always thought that's the direction we're going to go in, where it's just like you're watching TV, yeah. and it's just like, oh, I like that shirt. You know, it's just like, oh, hey, like there's a link for this... Uh, Boutique outlet to go buy it. Yeah, they told I, me I that thought it would happen. College, they yeah. told me in college that that would happen. You'd be watching <laughs> Friends, and you could see that you liked Rachel's shirt, and you could just order it right there. Uh, probably, if you do, uh, <laughs> if you watch some things online, I guess that that's kind oh, of how man, that's that happening. Yeah. Dual screen? Are you watching it with a dual screen? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, they do oh, tell you to do yeah, that. Maybe right. they have this, this right, stuff yeah. in there because I'm, I'm going. I'm having a hard enough time paying attention as yeah. is. Yeah. Dual screen experience. Yeah, the dual, dual screen, screen experience. <laughs> I never tried it, so I just don't yeah. know who it's for. It's like, is this for someone watching the show who's never watched it before? I think it's for millennials who can't focus on one thing at a time. Okay, something to distract them from the show, but that's still show related. Because the screen cap they showed last night was just like it was Jimmy floating in the pool and then there's a big text box that says Jimmy McGill and I'm just like okay okay I know who the show's about I mean I'm not sure if this is for me I don't need this information (laughs) they would give like time time and temperature like that kind of stuff from TD Bank Mm -hmm. (laughs) from TD Bank Alright, so we go to Davison, Maine. This is where we, we kind of pick up where we left off, right? Yeah. Uh, we're at Davison, Maine, the law firm that is partnering with H. H. And M. Yeah. I forgot there. Hamlin, Hamlin, and Miguel. Yes. And. Uh, and that's for the Sandpiper case. Yeah. yeah. So there, there's still some of that that we're, we're dealing mm-hmm. with. So mm-hmm. hopefully we'll still see some of that elder law stuff. But, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Which. Uh, Brian was so fond of. Yes. Uh, me too. And God, I hope we. I have to assume we're going to get to see more Ed Begley Jr. Now that he's, uh, been, if yeah. he's there, I mean, John yeah. yeah, he was very briefly. Well, in it, yeah. Yeah, that would be such a weird, like, just use him as an extra. <laughs> yeah, like the fly him in from LA. Bookings he was in town this day. We decided, oh, this would be fun. He probably he was just did. biking around in those recumbent <laughs> places. Yeah. Like Santa Fe. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't fly. He probably uh, rode That's an electric ball. bicycle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, huh. Powered by corn. <laughs> um, bits of corn, not even oil. Uh, so yeah, I actually have here Ed Begley exclamation point. Um, EBJ. Uh, so we're at Davis and Maine, and he's meeting with uh, them in a hallway with uh, and Harry. Is that his name Harry? Harry Hamlin. Harry Hamlin is a person and Law and Order. Um, <laughs> So he's meeting with them in the hallway, and he's like, eh, you know what, Just uh, if I could just take a moment, uh, talk to, to Kim for, for a minute. 
pulls her aside and says uh, something along the lines of, if I take this job, does that screw up any potential that you and I have? Mm. Um, and she says, no, it's not. What, the she seems, <laughs> she <laughs> also seems very confused that yeah. this is a conversation they're having yeah, in the hallway. Right. Um, it's like the second part of a conversation that he had in his head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, they're completely, completely separate things. Why would... Okay, cool. That's all I need to know. Uh, hey, guys. <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. Uh, and then he kind of, kind of leaves. They're also, uh, um, uh, well, the, the one tie that Ed Begley Jr. is wearing mm-hmm. in this scene is, ye- it has yellow in it. Uh-huh. And then when we see him later, it's the same tie, but it's just all gray. What does it mean? Interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. So I'm just, I'm just throwing that out there, but maybe I'm just... It could have been the lighting or something. And you were hopped up on cold medicine. I had some cold medicine. <laughs> you can't just say colors. What do they mean? Yeah. What do they mean? What is it? Um, so, uh, he, that, then we cut to him kind of pulling out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know what stopped me before, and it's never stopping me again. So mm-hmm. we kind of just, that's where that's we it. left. Yeah, where we left off the end bah, of the season. Bah, bah. Um, so then we go to, well, actually before any of that, anything on that Anything more on that scene or that sequence? Hamlin, um, you know, since we've kind of turned around on Hamlin over the course of season one, um, I was watching Hamlin very closely, and he gets this really pained look on his face as Jimmy's walking out. Pained and confused, understandably so. And you really kind of feel for him a little bit in terms of just like, you know, hey, come on, like, I did this for you. I think Mm -hmm. you're a good guy. What's what's happening here? What's going on? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Sorry. No, no, okay. and whereas Kim is just confused. Yeah. I think Hamlin cares for Jimmy more than, like, we realized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. respect yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. I think, he, I think he actually thinks he's he's a good person and he's a good lawyer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He certainly earned his spot on yeah. the yeah. Sandpiper case. Yeah. yeah. Even Chuck missed all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh, God. Chuck. I just, re- I just remembered him getting thrown out and writing everything on the... The toilet yeah, paper. Toilet paper. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. Uh, sir, you got to come out of there, and he just like busts out yeah. of there. Spoliation. <laughs> That's what it's called. Spoliation. Uh, so we go to the nail salon uh, where he he runs in and uh, he gets yelled at again for uh, for the cucumber water <laughs> uh, and doesn't doesn't deal with it quite the same way. He also mm-hmm. um, jumps over the red curb on the way in. <sighs> Am I, am I, am I, am I, is it cough syrup? Is it cough syrup? Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> was I seeing colors last night? <laughs> I forgot my tablet, but I actually snapped a bunch of pictures during a later scene. <laughs> but he like in. he gets out of his car and then jumps over, like the curb's red outside, and he jumps over it. Interesting. Walks okay. in. Interesting. So. Okay. Uh, so he, yeah, he jumps over. He the literally red. crossed the line. Yeah. Red, <laughs> the red line, the criminal line there. Uh, cucumber water for customers only, <laughs> and he just uh, puts the cup back. Yeah, puts yeah, puts the cup back. And uh, the cup was the, 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 cup was the problem. Yeah. <laughs> and just uh, mouth to faucet. That's yeah. right. Uh, and starts gulping. Uh, and she says something. I don't know. I don't know if she. I did something Vietnamese. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't get it. Um, and he uh, rips the sign. Yeah, off, off, off his, his door, door after yeah. he after he enters, and yeah. I have here exit sign. I don't know what that what that means. Exit sign? Yeah, I don't know. Mm. I don't know why you made that note. I don't know. Anywho, uh, he rips the sign off the off the door, uh, and that's him. I guess just quitting. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done lawyering. Yeah, yeah. being a lawyer. Uh, any thoughts on that sequence before we 
Before this train pulls out, uh, it's going to pull out. <laughs> it's going to leave the station. We're going to move on to another station. <coughs> no? Okay. I just think it's, yeah, just him kind of giving up, like him just going, you know what, that's it. I'm just going to be me. I'm just going to, I'm slipping Jimmy's back. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't need to do this anymore. I've gotten, I've gotten nowhere by doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. We go to the pool. Uh, whose pool was it? It was just like a motel pool? It was, it was a hotel, yeah. yeah. I yeah. think it was a high-end hotel, and I think he was pretending to be somebody who was actually there. Cumston. Mr. Cumston. Mr. Cumston, but I, I have a feeling yeah. he was just, like, he didn't yeah. actually have a room sure. there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he's at the motel pool uh, on a blue float, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and what was blue? Blue is just kind of, we're, uh, we're good. Yeah, blue is kind of, yeah. Law-abiding status quo, but uh, yeah, he was yeah. floating in the in in blue. But he was also drinking the red drink. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Um, and uh, he gets a call and says that he's not a lawyer anymore. Right? Yes. Yeah. In, in his, his, in his cell, cell phone, phone in a plastic bag. bag. Yeah. 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 He had a really nice setup. Yeah. With the, the little snack yeah. over mm-hmm. on the pool. Like he crafted him. I think he said little mini raft. I'm yeah. not sure that would work. Okay. Uh, yeah, the, the cell phone floating the cell phone in the back. Like, yeah. Well, Ziploc maybe, mm. but not your just average. Uh, but I don't know if they would float. Equate bags. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. shouldn't float. And I don't. I can. Oh, you, you put a little air in there. I question whether he could hear it. Yeah. Properly. Well, that was one of the jokes I made when he was calling somebody like from the phone. I'm like, "Are you talking through a plastic bag?" Like, it's, I just I can't imagine there would wouldn't be crinkling or something. <laughs> We'll have to test it out. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> next episode. Yeah, next episode. We'll have that for you. We'll just have to get like a 2002 like Nokia phone, basically. <laughs> yeah. I just use one of our phones. They're yeah, pretty. We, have, uh, we still have dumb yeah. phones. Yeah, we I feel don't like even that's have a smartphones. topic for probably a different podcast. <laughs> we still use dumb phones. Uh, so he, who was the call from? I think it was it from was just, a client, okay. like a, yeah. someone trying to hire him as a lawyer. Yeah, just, just no, yeah, it's not probably a lawyer anymore. Somebody from. And like an elderly so, person. Okay. Yes, you reached James McGill, but no, I'm not a lawyer. Yeah. Uh, and Kim shows up, mm-hmm. uh, and she asks, uh, is this what a midlife crisis looks like? Yes. <laughs> like, no. Clarity. Midlife yeah. clarity. That's what this looks like. Um, so he's Mr. Cumston, uh, and then they go to the bar. Uh, we're going to have a meal, uh, talking about the $50 shot of tequila, mm-hmm. uh, which... Uh, that was an Easter egg, I remember, on mm-hmm. the talking... What was it? It is. That's the same tequila that uh, Gus used to kill all of the uh, cartel Tell, guys. Yeah, yeah he Spoiler poisoned alert. it. Oh, if you haven't watched Breaking Bad, oh, um, no, nobody <laughs> should. I've told them enough times. <laughs> yeah, you gotta watch. Uh, so it's the... It's what Gus uses to poison... Yeah, the, poison the same fancy tequila. Okay. Um, what was, the, did he just put something in the tequila? Yeah, I think he yeah. put something in the tequila, but then he didn't have, he, Jesse didn't drink it and Mike didn't drink it. Was Mike there? I can't, I think I guess so. Mm-hmm. But he drank it, but then he went to the bathroom immediately and threw it up and then took something, I think. So then everybody yeah. else died. Yeah, I remember him kind of going in, taking his little towel, mm-hmm. folding it He's down. So and about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so good. Uh, <laughs> All right, so $50 shots of tequila. Yeah. Um, Kim's kind of questioning everything at this point. Uh, do you guys remember exactly or about what the conversation was there? I think she's just trying to figure out what he's doing. Like, she thinks, I think she's just kind of concerned that he's losing his mind. Yeah. 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 She's trying to talk him out of quitting uh, law. And mm. she uses the, uh, what is it, the cost, uh, 
what's the phrase? What does he call it? The cost. Um, Oh, he, oh, she sunk, said sunk yeah. fallacy of sunk, sunk cost. Fallacy of sunk cost. Yeah, because yes, she so. said you, you've done so much, you've worked so hard for this. Why are you giving up now? Yeah. And he, yeah. he said it's the same, the same excuse gamblers use. Yeah, throwing good money out yeah. uh, after bad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Can we talk about the colors in this scene? Yeah, yeah of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So. Um, <laughs> It was, you know, so blinding that even I saw it. Like, and I was just like, "Oh, let me snap some pictures." Yeah. Because Kim is in a blue dress, mm-hmm. and Jimmy, because this is since he's just got out of the pool, he's putting on a shirt, and it's a bright red, almost pink yeah. shirt, but definitely cool. on the red yeah. side of the spectrum. And it's just like, wow, like you could not get more bit. And like, there's lots of two shots of mm-hmm. just like, you know, him over her shoulder. So like, mm-hmm. in every shot of them talking, you get both colors. Like, mm-hmm. there's never a shot where like you don't get it. Um, so yeah. <laughs> any any follow ups? No, I think that was yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the color analysis. Of <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they uh, he he he's this is where um, we hear we're overhearing we're eavesdropping a bit on well we're not eavesdropping he's talking very loudly Ken yeah yeah uh, Ken wins is talking very loudly uh, and as soon I swear to God as soon as I heard his voice I knew exactly <laughs> exactly who it was. Because um, he was so obnoxious in Breaking Bad too, yeah. like that he he was having the same kind of disgusting conversation yeah, on yeah. the phone in the bank. Like, yeah. does that guy play any roles that aren't that guy? What the? Like, yeah, I don't think he does. Him up. Yeah, Mr. I... Kettleman. <laughs> it's gonna be Mr. Kettleman. He's gonna yeah. be listed right next. To, well, this guy has a real. I've seen this guy's name before. Oh, yeah, okay. I've seen him in something, uh, other things. But yeah, it seems like that's his thing. Being a scumbag, yeah. Being, gotta, being it's a, like how Rob Hubel always has that same type of. Uh, that? Yeah, uh, he's a comedian guy. He's an improv uh, fella. Hubel, yeah. yeah. <laughs> human, he's human giant. Mm. Anyway, he's a very. Uh, Mike will pull up a picture. I'll pick of him a, pull up a picture of Rob that you Hubel. can see yeah. at home uh-huh. while listening to this. Oh, yeah. Anyway, it's uh, there's a lot of guys that have like that type of. Like that wheelhouse is the the slimy character. Okay. Like uh, oh, I know that guy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, slimy characters. That yeah. Guy uh, another one of those characters is the um, guy in Ghostbusters Two. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who, who puts the Ghostbusters uh, in jail? Um, he's like that role in oh yeah in, yeah in everything yeah. Mm-hmm. in Alias too, which I'm currently going through. That's right. Um, yes. He's in he's in that also, but. Yeah. yeah, they they make livings. So. Yeah, I guess they're called yeah. character actors. Yeah, yeah. character. And they, hit, they hit all the uh, all the uh, Law and Order. Uh, yeah, I can't remember what, but that guy, the guy from Ghostbusters Two, you're talking about. I think there was one time where I saw him playing like a, like a good person or just like a smart good person, and like I can't remember what it was, but I remember being very very unnerved. Yeah, like, yeah. I just don't like, believe it. He's up yeah. to something. When's the other When's shoe going to drop? Yeah. <laughs> What's going to happen here? The AV Club does a lot of random roles uh, interviews with those guys. Yeah, Fantastic. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see one with that guy. Mm. I think they may have. Yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah. Uh, this podcast gave me a lot of homework. Um, but like right. sitting on sitting at work on the internet homework. <laughs> this, 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 <laughs> Not like hard homework. <laughs> it's like sticking around on the internet homework. Yeah. Uh, work to do while you're at work. Uh, all right. So yeah, it's Ken. It's Ken wins, uh, and he says to to Kim, uh, "Come with me." 
and uh, I'm gonna I'll show you kind yeah. of like what, what follow I'm, my lead, which yeah. is always like uh, okay, yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> just, yeah, this can me, mean no. anything. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> Do you trust me? Take my hand. Uh, so we go. We talk to uh, to Ken Wins, uh, and he he's so good at. Uh, I'm talking about um, Bob, um, well, Jimmy, or Gene, or Saul, uh, just <laughs> at baiting people. Into, yeah. I mean, no, it's, it, it's scripted, but it even comes off real, Yeah, uh, the, way, the way that he goes about it. Uh, and it's like, I, I just want to, we couldn't help it over here, but we, um, uh, could you, like, settle a bet? And <laughs> it's such a dumb bet. Yeah. Um, is there a limit to how much money you can invest? <laughs> uh, no. And he's just yeah. like, no. No, not a no. There's no limit. Um, even if it's a an inheritance, um, no, doesn't doesn't matter. So he just kind of keeps giving him little bits of information to, to kind of pique his interest uh, until finally he's just like, hey, why don't we uh, get a private booth and we can we can chat about this? No, you know, no no requirements. You know, nothing. Just 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 the chat. See what we can uh, come up with. Uh, it's, uh, it's classic con man strategy because that's always mm-hmm. like the that's the classic opener. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you the the best way to get someone's confidence is first you give them or you pretend to give them yours. You know, and like mm-hmm. it's all an act, mm-hmm. obviously. But get it's, them to invite you in exactly. You know, because that's when you really it's, it, it's a great way to put pe- you know kind of you know get their mm-hmm. defenses down, and that's when you so yeah, it's yeah. W- well written. <coughs> sure is. Uh, <coughs> sorry. <coughs> anything? Uh, oh, cough break. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, anything to to add or to summarize the rest of this scene? Uh, I. They finished the bottle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, of that fifty dollar. Fifty dollar shot. Uh, she pushes yeah, a shot. Yeah. Cause, well, she. <coughs> I, I guess like when when we get over to the booth, I think we see Kim's, like her. Uh, She's she's able to play along with this too, and that she's able to kind of. Sh- I, I guess she sees this guy is a scumbag. This guy, you know, like this is okay to do what we're doing here, and she kind of just follows his lead, mm-hmm. and she's actually able to play along with him. Yeah, yeah. And I think that helps the whole scenario. And then she, yeah, she even mentions the the name of the tequila as if, oh, well, have you ever tried this? It's great, you know, like. And so kind of fools Ken and they end up finishing the bottle and they yeah, have yeah. the full conversation as if they're going to uh, sign on with him. Yeah. And then they, they sign. They, they do really sign. Yeah. yeah. Sinclair's do. Yeah. The, the Sinclair's. Yeah. Giselle. Yeah. Giselle Sinclair. Giselle Sinclair and, and Victor, Victor with the K. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Which she pulls out that name like she, she had that like, you know. This was her name. Yeah. <laughs> this was the, if I'm going to ever run away, right. this is the name this I'm going to change yeah. to. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's the... <laughs> Do you guys have a go-to uh, fake name? No. <laughs> if, you were to, if you were like... Uh, in a scenario where someone's like, trust me, follow on the... Like, oh, what's your name? And this is... Oh, this is my friend so-and-so. You don't have a, a, no. a ready-to-go name. Uh... <laughs> I mean, Tryptophorus is my silly, <laughs> silly fake name that I yeah. always but go Secret to. Pants has used it a few too many times, I think. Yeah. Uh, I always use, like, uh, names of people that I didn't really know in high school. Okay. <laughs> like, uh, Jeff Trahey is, like, a good... <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't, it's a guy... Shout yeah, out yeah, to Jeff Trahey. Yeah, it's a pretty good name. I don't, I don't never, I never really knew that kid, but uh, his name was very... Brian, uh, Brian Hennessy. That sounds like a... Actor. Sounds like something. Sounds like... Sounds like it would be an actor, but there's Brian, like Brian Dennehy. Dennehy. Yeah. Oh, Brian that's Hennessey. why. Okay. I mean, Brian Dennehy? No, Brian Hennessy. 
Uh, I get that a lot. I get that a lot. Yeah, there you go. There's probably yeah. a, like a whole rule book for like coming up with like these kind of fake names too. Mm-hmm. I got nothing, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, okay, like you know, so yes, has to be memorable, but not too memorable, right. yeah. you know, like like it has to sound believable, mm-hmm. like. Odd, but not too odd. Believable, yeah. but like still a little weird. You know, like you know, have fun with it, but not too much. For, like, <laughs> not like a no not, not too ethnic. Yeah, like just like a Midwest type of name. I was thinking about this when I was watching. Unless you were ready to sell it, like a Saint Clair. Yeah, <laughs> uh, when I was watching uh, Alias, because um, I don't know if I mentioned this before, guys, but I'm currently going through Alias. Um, I have, and I know I have. Um, uh, th- there's. It's almost as if they need some sort of improv training to to do. Uh, if you want to be a spy, mm-hmm. you got to have some improv training. So yeah. I, I'd want to see those classes or lead them. Um, <laughs> and same deal with uh, with with con artists. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you want to be you good could con start artist? a class, maybe yeah. just start a class. <laughs> yeah, improv maybe. for con artists. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then a lot of people would just be like, "Wait a second, isn't that like, uh, <laughs> yeah. isn't that work both ways?" A little, it's <laughs> a little redundant there, Mark. <laughs> a <little> redundant. <laughs> Uh, I know how people think. Um, <laughs> Pyramid schemes for con artists. Yeah. <laughs> how to. <laughs> mm. Speaking of which, at the uh, Philly Improv Theater, uh, 2030 Sansom, uh, improv classes and sketch writing classes are still on sale uh, until uh, February 21st of the year current. Uh, and... Uh, <laughs> If it was last year, that'd be weird. Yeah, of the current year. Uh, so go to fitcomedy.com and you can uh, get into a class for uh, actually under 200 bucks. <laughs> Start building that pyramid now. Yeah. Uh, Every pyramid begins with one brick. <laughs> you, can, you can discover a new a life. A brick of money. Discover a new life as a con artist or possibly even a uh, spy. Oh, well, yeah, there you go. Preferably for the U.S. government. Um, We'd like that. Cool. All right. Uh, so. Uh, yeah, they, they finish the bottle, they sign papers, uh, he hits on Kim on the way out. Did you guys catch yeah, that? He does. Yeah. yeah, he does. Um, and, uh, then they're, then they're out of there. He gets the bill and, <laughs> and she gets the, she gets the little keepsake, yeah. which is red. That's going to come back. Mm-hmm. I know that's yeah. going to come back. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I think it will. Just don't know exactly how. Um, uh, yeah. So then he gets the bill. <laughs> is this right? Ken loses. Yeah, Ken loses. <laughs> that's right. I love the waiter coming over. Just like that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's correct. Um, uh, Zafeo, what was the name of it? Zafeo Mayo. Zafeo Mayo. The tequila. I something like that. It was definitely a, a sapphire. Sapphire was the blue descriptor of the. Uh, which Sapeo Mayo. I'm going to go with that. Okay. Um, which which uh, I was reading is a made-up brand uh, for the Breaking Bad universe. I think because in that scene with Gus and the cartel members, you know, so long ago, they wanted to use a real tequila brand. Um, but <laughs> nobody they, wanted to be associated with poison. You know, yeah, they were just right. like, well, everybody dies after yeah. drinking it. So. <laughs> Bad business. You know, it's like... <laughs> So they have come up with something else, apparently. Yeah. So. <laughs> Has that been released? Because I know you know some TV shows do that sort of thing. Uh, I don't think it's been released yet, but if, if it appears again, you know, drum up demand. It's very yeah. possible. Hmm. All right. Um, anything on that segment at the pool, the motel, hotel? Have you ever had a, a drink that expensive? A $50 shot? 
We had that um, scotch that was three hundred dollars a bottle. Yeah, three hundred dollars a bottle. But it was it was at a scotch tasting, and they didn't even tell us until after. Like after, we're like, this is really good. I could yeah. really see my and she, see myself drinking this. And the woman's like, that's a twenty five year old scotch. It's three hundred dollars a bottle. And we're like, oh my god, I should have savored it more. <laughs> I don't think I ever paid over eleven bucks for anything I've ever drank. That sounds about right yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah. At least at a bar. Yeah, yeah at a yeah. bar. Yeah. I, I, yeah. We've bought more expensive scotches here and there, For, but... At home, yeah. And I don't do shots either. Mm-hmm. I, don't, yeah. I just don't like... But I definitely would not pay $50 for a for a shot. Yeah, no. it's crazy. Crazy price, even for a fake liquor. Yeah. <laughs> um, this doesn't even exist. All right, so we go to the next morning. Uh, we have that... Oh, yeah. No, sorry, just to backtrack, though. I'm sorry, but, um, you know, Kim, like, Kim and, and Jimmy have this great moment where she... You know, she's... Like he's won her over a little bit in terms of she's she's very very into it she's kind of she's exhilarated yeah she's exactly she's exhilarated she's a little drunk but it's not just that you know and um, yeah so you know they kiss and everything it's it's very very sweet yeah Um, I just wanted to mention no it's good I I thought that was yeah yeah I was was waiting for Ken to come out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. After I'm like, oh, leave. Oh, leave, yeah. leave, 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 leave. When they kiss by the pool, it's like, no, you gotta go, go, go. Uh, what do you think the odds are that we do see Ken again? Uh, God, I don't know. They do cross paths. Will he win? Yeah, Will I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. He might just have been a one-time deal, like he was in Dragon Bad. Yeah, I like that as a one-off. Yeah, I yeah. hope so. Yeah. Um, I like the idea he's just cursed to wander the Breaking Bad universe. <laughs> and what's he going to do? It's it's sort of the same as the Nacho situation. Like, what is is he supposed to go? Like, he's too proud to go complain. I'm sure that he got duped into buying all of this stuff and signing papers with people. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Ken can't be can't be conned. I can't yeah. imagine that guy admitting that. And he also thinks that at least I still have this contract yeah. sitting in front of me. Where I'm going to get a huge commission yeah. from this what 1.4 million uh, yeah. right investment. Right. Or yeah. Yeah. So he had the best of his duping hasn't even happened yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe that would be a nice, a nice quick cutaway just yeah. at like the end no! of the season, the very end of the season. <laughs> uh, camera goes to black and then just opens up in just this quick off. Yeah, I, I would love that. Tim waiting by the phone, she's like, I don't think they're going to call. Yeah. <laughs> that would be great. Uh, all right, so we go to the next morning. <laughs> They are in the bathroom. Um, what's his face? Uh, Jimmy and Kim. <laughs> that was such a great scene. That's so sweet. The toothbrush conversation. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. What about it? <laughs> I love that they argue about it for a little bit, like real people would do in that yeah. situation. It's like, no, it's gross because, like, you know, your, your gums and yeah. bleeds and stuff like that. It's you like know, tartar and stuff. Yeah, I understand it. <laughs> yeah. and then he, Brushes his teeth with her with, with her finger. Yeah. Like, it sounds gross. If that? you haven't seen the episode, yeah. it sounds gross, but it's yeah. really, really sweet. And if Sorry. you've gotten fifty five minutes into this podcast without having seen the episode, then yeah, <laughs> yeah. spoiler alert. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, your problem. And then he says, uh, "Where do you see what I floss with?" Yeah. <laughs> I love Kim's whole demeanor in that whole scene too, because like we've seen that we've seen so many scenes in like shows like this where like you know they have a great night and like she gets drunk or whatever and like you know and then they wake up the next morning and like. It's such a cliche that just, like, usually she's acting differently and kind of coldly and everything. I love the fact that they just show... They they show her coming down from the high of the night before, mm. but she definitely remembers it. Yeah. Yeah. And she answers him honestly when he says, wouldn't it be great if we could do that every night? Mm-hmm. And she says, yeah, you know, it would. Like, she's just... She's she's enjoying her morning, basically. And I, mm-hmm. I really, really liked that mm-hmm. a lot. Are we at Kim's? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. it's her toothbrush. Yeah. yeah. Right. Makes sense. Um, 
And uh, then there was that kind of awkwardness, like, you, you got somewhere you got to go. <laughs> yeah, somewhere, <laughs> do you have somewhere to be today? <laughs> Uh, he's like, oh yeah, I, I, got, I got, I got somewhere to, I have to go. Um, and they, she, she does say something along the lines of like, you good? Yeah, yeah. all good. Yeah. And he uh, did kind of walk out holding his red shirt. He didn't put it on when he walked out. Yeah. Which mm. I thought was a little interesting. Like he mm. was like, oh wait, maybe that was the last hurrah he just needed, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought I was just indicating he's probably going straight back to the pool. Oh. But it could be both. It, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. it's, mm-hmm. it's two things. Yeah. It can be two things. It can be. Uh, so we do go back to the pool. Uh, he calls Kim. Uh, just kind of... At first, I think the first call is just talking about... I don't even remember. Guys, what was, what was the call about? <laughs> he calls her twice. Because the first yeah. call... And then he calls her back with like the new mark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't remember. I think the first call was just tell, like, trying to get her to just... Hey, to uh, I'm, oh, right. I'm at the pool. Come, yeah. 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 Come okay. to the pool. All right. And then, yeah, then they, he found the, the next mark. Yeah, which was just some guy uh, with some other woman. Um, they look like... He looked like he was drenched probably... In, drenched in Gucci, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, he looked like he was rich, and she was just his kind of trophy wife. And... Yeah. Yeah. Um, and after just some, some... A brief... The briefest of uh, contemplations, yeah. he calls up uh, D... What do I have here? D&M. Uh, Davis in Maine, uh, and uh, you know, we, we just cut to the next thing is is him arriving there. He takes the job, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, he's in the new office. He's meeting all of the employees, which is also the exact opposite feeling he gets almost anywhere else. Yeah. Um, uh, even as Saul Goodman, <clears throat> excuse me, even as Saul Goodman at times, um, he, wa- he 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 walks into the. Uh, nail salon and he can't even drink yeah. I mean here they're offering yeah. him a company car yeah. uh, custom uh, not custom but um, his choice of art mm-hmm. uh, in there his it choice of it felt a little desk. like Chuck coming in like when he remember when he came to visit mm-hmm. the office yeah. after so long and everybody's yeah. there like welcoming him and it was kind of like that I don't yeah. know that yeah. kind of feeling it was Except a, in New Mexico, or in Santa Fe. Yeah. It was a very Santa Fe-looking place. Uh, yeah, it, it looked less like a law firm and more just like a hotel lobby. Yeah. 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 Which it made, maybe, maybe it was. Maybe it was a hotel <laughs> lobby, and that's uh, We could get this hotel. Fine. Um, Make it look like an office. All right. <laughs> a Santa Fe office. Um, I wonder if, I bet they shot that at, like, a, an art museum. I think there's like an art museum. The George right? O'Keefe Art Museum. No, no, no. Um, no, there's like <laughs> a the there's like a Santa Fe History Art Museum or something, like right in that town square. Yeah. But they shot it there. Okay. They had easy access to all that art, <laughs> all that one piece of art, I guess. Yeah, just one. <laughs> I'm just speculating. One. They didn't uh, actually. They said they had access to all this art, Brian, but I don't know if they actually had access to all. What this if? Art. Bob Odenkirk uh, said, sure, I'd like to see some more art. And it was like two hours long in the episode, and they just keep bringing in How new about art. this piece of art? <laughs> no, another one, please. Underscored by Hollow Notes. You make my dreams come true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Excuse me. So yeah, he's meeting all the people. Uh, Omar, who was his uh, assistant, I guess, uh, offers him the company car, uh, choice of car. If you don't like it, you can bring it back. Uh, he's like, hey, how about a Coca Bolo desk? Yeah. <laughs> Can I get a Coca Cook for the desk? Yeah, sure. Yeah, no problem. We got it. Um, and then it's the switch. Yes. Yeah. The light switch. The title. The titular object of the series so far. 
which has a little label across it. You know, it was more or less like, do not under any circumstances yeah. ever... Yeah, never turn off. <laughs> yeah. uh, and he, he does. It does. He rips that label off. No, he yeah. rips the label off and switch. Mm-hmm. Waits a little while, see, see what hell is going to break loose, mm-hmm. if any. Mm-hmm. And then flips it back yeah. up, puts the tape back on. I think you're running that risk if you ever put a label like that mm-hmm. on something. Yeah. I think just put a black the black piece of tape over it and no one will even look at it. And like, they'll just be like, oh, whatever. But if you put do not turn off, people are going to want to turn it off. Yeah. Or explain yourself. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Why? Somebody's got to tell me off. what this goes to. Yeah. Or put a case over it. Yeah. Uh, I would have probably take done, take out done that and then kind of just done like a flip it a couple of times, like real fast just to see if anything happened. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in my old bedroom, there was... I had a similar thing. I didn't write on it because it was for me. <laughs> um, I didn't have to remind myself what not to do. Uh, but it controlled the power for uh, the room. There was, a, there was a light switch that had to stay on. Otherwise, everything in the, in the room would power off. So that's what I was expecting this to be, that he would hit this switch and the power in the uh, – at least his office goes off. Yeah. Uh, or in this house, the wiring is so totally fucked up uh, <laughs> where he – turns it off uh, and then like the next office over or yeah. something someone's like hey yeah it says it don't touch that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what I think maybe that's that's part of it that it's just that he knows that if he breaks the rules there are no consequences yeah. that he's he's kind of been doing that right now where he's kind of having fun and and it doesn't really matter and he can still go do that he's he's kind of seen what Kim did where she went out had fun and did the Slip and Jimmy thing, but then she also went to work the next day. Yeah. So they can still do that. They can still go and turn off that switch, but also have the mm-hmm. Coca-Bolo desk and yeah. company and, car. Yeah. And it's a marked contrast from the prologue scene yeah. Yeah, where, you know, he's paralyzed by, you know, seeing a sign saying this switch yeah. will call the police and everything. And then mm-hmm. that's enough to, you know, he can't break mm-hmm. the rules then. Yeah. Yeah. And he needed to. Yeah. yeah. Like, we didn't know, he didn't know how long yeah. he was going to be in that situation, but out of fear, uh, he just was like, uh, I'll just yeah. wait here. Eventually, somebody will have to come out. Yeah. Um, whereas with this, there was nothing, there was no real. There was no gain. No. He was just like, yeah, fuck it. Dude, he just yeah. couldn't help himself. Yeah. yeah. He just well, I mean, he has, the rules. Yeah, he has that bit of him inside where he just kind of has to push the button. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Press a little button here and there. Okay. Uh, <laughs> gotta flip the middle finger. Especially on. when yeah. they tell you not to. Right. Yeah. With that sticker. Come on, man. Uh, oh, it must be really good when I press the button. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Must do something awesome. <laughs> Any kind of uh, wrap up, wrap up thoughts on this episode or thoughts moving forward? I like that. I mean, you know, I was. Um, I was thinking about how I was thinking about how the opening of this episode kind of, you know, slips in a scene in between, you know, scenes we already saw from like last year and kind of, you know, re, you know, makes us reevaluate basically what that scene meant. Mm-hmm. And like I kind of like what they're doing here where like, you know, yes, Jimmy ended last season by saying, you know, I'm never going to let that stop me again, but he kind of he spends the rest of the episode kind of living a certain life like trying to do something very different and being kind of bored by it, you know, um, and then he kind of backsliding and like, it, it's, it feels, it feels like a very natural way to show like how he's evolving, you know, in the sense of like, it's not a straight line. It's like it's two steps forward, one step back, you mm-hmm. know, three steps forward, you know, four steps back. And like, it's this constant kind of like give and take kind of thing where like, he's never, 
it's that constant tug of war, basically, and he's never... It's going to be a while, I think, before, you know, I'm Saul, and I'm Saul all the way, kind mm-hmm. of thing, which I, I, I like that. I mm-hmm. think that's really cool. And it's, it's good because he's good when he's good, mm-hmm. and he's good when he's bad. Like, And I like him both ways. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I think it was even Bob Odenkirk said this, uh, it might have been the post-show, uh, where he says, like, it, yeah, we know how it ends up, um, but, like, who cares? Like, this, mm-hmm. this show is kind of beyond beyond that at this point. Well, um, th- yeah, well, that's the thing, too. And I, I'm one, I mean, I feel like this is kind of where we landed when we were talking about the show last year, too. But, like, every time I watch an episode, despite the fact that we know how it ends, like, I catch myself really hoping that it doesn't end that way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's true. Absolutely. Some sort of alternate universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I would love... I'd be okay with that. Uh, why not? Any any thoughts from you two? Um, yeah, that last, uh, that last scene in the pool, right at the very end, when he kind of realizes that he doesn't have Marco to be his con man pal. He doesn't have Kim to be his con man pal. Uh, the con life is lonely. Yeah. 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 And, I mean, that's that's when he turned around. Mm-hmm. But I do think he's gonna... I think he's... I think he's gonna do both. I think he's gonna try to... to, like, separate them maybe at first of him being a con man when he feels like doing that and mm-hmm. then him being a good lawyer when he feels mm-hmm. like doing that but it'll eventually Gotta flip that switch yeah, and yeah. It'll, it'll eventually meld together into Saul Goodman yeah yeah, and it is a switch in him sometimes mm-hmm. it might be a little harder to turn on but mm-hmm. uh, Nacho will find a way mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that that's mm-hmm. going to be the case this yeah. season I think Nacho's um, coming back yeah uh, yep. I I also want to say, too, that, like, um, I really liked the choice that this episode is very much about the relationship between um, Jimmy and Kim, because that's mm-hmm. one of my favorite relationships, if not my favorite relationship on the show. And because of the fact that this is a season premiere, you know, it lends the expectation that, well, the whole season is going to be about their relationship. And given the fact that, you know, Jimmy eventually becomes Saul, and when we know about Breaking Bad, we know that, you know, Kim is not in his life anymore, at least as far as we can tell. Mm-hmm. That actually almost makes me kind of worried because we know things are probably going to go badly yeah. between them. Something, yeah. something, you know, I mean, that that relationship is going to be severed, yeah. and it almost feels like they're setting us up for just this season is going to be the story of that happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and which it's, breaks my heart already. Kind it's of. not even just that; it's the rela- It's not just the relationship with him and Kim, with Jimmy and Kimmy, um, but <laughs> the it's also. The one thing she said during that conversation where she was kind of questioning everything, like, what are you, you going to do? Are you going to yeah. live off the Sandpiper uh, money? Yeah. That, that could yeah. be years away. Yeah. And we know that that's at least, at minimum, $2 million. Because they had asked for $20 million yeah. last season, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and his deal was 20% of, of that. So that's how that works, right? Um, and uh, so it could be, what? Is my math be, off? Yeah. It'd be four, wouldn't it? Uh, 10%? Yeah, $4 million. Uh, four million dollars, ten percent, um, uh, which we know he, he's not going to get for years, uh, and it's probably just going to be not at all. Yeah, which, <coughs> yeah, ew, no matter the amount, um, it, it's ew. I, I, ew. just knowing that that is going to go that bad mm-hmm. um, because we see we know what his office is. It's like in a strip mall. Yeah, uh, yes. in Breaking Bad, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, wrap up thoughts. Did you? 
Any others? I, no, I think I... I think we're good. Yeah. Okay. I did mine, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I can't wait for more Ed Begley Jr. Yeah, That's EBJ. Right. <laughs> EBJ Nails. Uh, next week we'll do we'll do winners and losers, uh, which I think we also did last season. Winners mm-hmm. and losers of the episode. Um, I'll just throw out mine. If you have any, you can, oh, you can add them, but we didn't talk about it. About it. Um, I forgot I w- this is a part of the yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. It's been uh, so long since we did uh, I would say my winner is the waiter. Yeah. At, at the oh, bar, yeah. mm. uh, and my loser mm. is the person that called while he was in the pool when uh, he when he wasn't a lawyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Though you're, I think Mike's about to say the same thing. I'm the saying the waiter's the winner presupposes that that asshole Ken wins is going to leave any kind of tip. Any kind of tip oh, at all? Oh yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. That's a good point. Because he doesn't seem like a nice tipper. Uh, no, man. he doesn't seem like a nice. Yeah. All right. So oh, loser. so he's probably a double loser. 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 Oh no, yeah. he was probably yeah, really excited. Guy. Like, yes, yeah. we did it. Uh, man, oh. Ken wins is the worst. Yeah. <laughs> um, winners losers. Anybody? No, we can uh, do this next. We week. win. We win. Yeah, That's we right. So glad yeah. it's back. Uh, all right. Last thing is plugs. Uh, in any order. I got nothing. I'll defer my plugs to Samantha. Are you on Twitter? No. <laughs> I have a dumb phone. I think it was <laughs> uh, I uh, The group I direct, the uh, Goat Rodeo, has shows this Thursday and Friday, the 18th and 19th. Uh, it's Make America Goat Again. Mm-hmm. So come on out and be patriotic. Um, and we, all, I also am going to be in House of Solitude Presents A Galaxy Uncherished mm-hmm. in March. Uh, that's 10th and the 11th at the uh, Playground at the Adrian Theater. Yeah, both of those shows are at the Adrian. Uh, Make America Goat Again is at the Philly Improv Theater. And I say that because I saw the show last week. Fantastic. Yes. Really, 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 really funny. Uh, the I'm not going to give anything away, but the Uber and the, <laughs> the Android sketches. Uh, I, there, there were tears of laughter. <laughs> um, such a fun, talented cast and well-written show. Check it out if you're in the Philadelphia area next week. Or this week. Thursday this and Friday. Week, yeah. uh, I'm on Twitter, uh, Michael J. Henley, where I feel like I tweet a lot about movies and politics. So if you like either of those two things, or just want to disagree with me about any of those two things, <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter. Uh, I also write movie reviews for uh, my website, which is ttcritic.wordpress.com, and I'm good. All right. Uh, For me, uh, I already mentioned the stuff about Fit. Go to fitcomedy.com for uh, show and class information, uh, and go to mikemarbach.com for show and class information for me in particular, and anything about the websites or uh, the the, the podcasts that we do, including this one, uh, and follow on Twitter at Mike Marbach. Due to the state of the nation that we're in right now, I keep threatening myself that I'm going to write some political pieces uh, for that. <coughs> uh, good luck out there, everybody. <laughs> uh, we're going to need We'll it. see you next week. Don't get sick. Bye.